Are you kicking off? Yeah. Go on then, say something. I will say something. <laughs> I'm going to take you back in time. Oh, okay, a little bit of nostalgia. Picture it. Mm. Glasgow, mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. Last Saturday night. <gasps> so, oh. was at a comedy club that shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. The Glee. And um, I love when you keep everything nameless. It's really, <laughs> I love the subtlety that you always bring to this. I am totes confidential. Mm-hmm. And um, so obviously I was hosting and that's where I met that Andrew Bird and a really fantastic um, uh, comedian, Alex Haddo. Do, do, do you notice that Andrew Bird doesn't swear? I don't watch the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have we met? Um, I did listen to Alex. Some of her stuff was really, really funny. I think it's because she's sick. Um, and I quite enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. um, I gave it a joke as well. Funny, I wouldn't write any, but I gave them away anyway. We move on. So when I got on, there was a man um, just, <laughs> and I thought, right, okay. And I thought, no. And then I said, so what is it you said? But I said, no, I'm, I'm not fluent in Pish. No. I need to understand. And the mood I was in that day, I just thought, it's quarter to eight. And that's the state you're So I just said, do you know what? I said, we're getting nowhere. So I tried to speak to other people. And there was people that met in a butcher shop. And then this girlfriend goes, he's a butcher. And I went, what? So they kept screaming. He went, I've got all my fingers. And then he was being quite rude about um, various things. Um, and I just said, do you know what? I really think you should go. You get your money on the way out and all this kind of stuff. House lights up, please. Blah, 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 blah. So they eventually got thrown out at the first interval because I thought, again, if that's the state they're in, you know, we had an open spot who was quite new the night before and I thought you couldn't put her mm-hmm. on to that um, just because that would be horrible. So then I get a message on Instagram from the girlfriend. Um, Hello, congratulations on your show at the Glee. You thoroughly humiliated us and you're nothing but a bully a clown without the red nose um, and we were very popular and um, yeah if, if you can't handle heckling which is half the ethos oh no it's why not. are you intimidate and I just got back in touch and I said Heidi because that was your name wasn't it your boot and I said your comments are ridiculous you behaved appallingly mm-hmm. why are you deflecting with this rubbish now because you were trying to quiet your partner he has more comedic ability than you you ever have and I went I said so I'm glad you've got all this out I said I'm glad to see you're sober I said because everyone in that club fucking hated you yes absolutely hated you and then all these people got in touch going they were horrible she said to the the, this is a woman who claims you know hashtag be kind to the manager um, look at you with that pig ring through your nose it's fucking disgusting and but she was like oh my god and what I said to her was you behaved appallingly yep you got called out on it. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Yeah. So she's doing a Joni Midget, Joni Midget, a Joni Mitchell, Mitchell tribute French act during the French. And that, but this is the thing. Apparently, she said this to the the manager. She went, "Yes, and tell Bruce he's welcome at my French show." So all that she didn't want any of the audience there because she thought they were scum. Which you weren't wrong, Heidi, but mm-hmm. some of them are very nice. Because this woman pipes up and she's one of the, oh, I really love you and Gary Little. And I went, yeah, but we're not a couple. No. I just <laughs> want you to know that. <laughs> and then the, the funny straight. thing is they've asked me to entertain at their wedding. So sorry, Heidi. Well, this is the interesting thing quite often you get, isn't it, with audience members who think that they're inverted commas helping. And whatever part of their brain goes to the idea that sitting in an audience being 
loud, obnoxious, and not very funny, they mm-hmm. think is helping, they need to seek, seek medical help. Well, that's from a true. But what I thought was doubly worse was she's a performer herself. Well, that's, yeah. Actually, funnily enough, that is a bit more unforgivable, isn't it? Because yeah. your everyday average Joe that goes to a comedy club, I always do have sympathy because I'm amazed how many people have never been to a comedy club yeah. before. And so unless you actually state yeah. how you expect the evening to go, some people do still live under that misapprehension that shouting out and heckling is in some way helpful. That's not to say sometimes it can't it be funny. It can be. It can be funny. it's audible but, and, and, yes. and, and legible or yeah. you can understand no, 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 it. No, no, it can. It can be great. But if somebody's just pissed in the audience slurring, that is... Well, in any company, that's rude. Well, I remember one of the, I may have said it on here, one of the best heckles I ever got, although I do see it as more interaction, Mm. was I was talking about, um, you know, that we still use ridiculous um, acronyms and stuff for gay people and, you know, bums to the wall, shirtlifters. Mm -hmm. I said, but there isn't a huge amount of slang for lesbians. And this guy said, what about skirt lifters? (laughs) Well, I burst out laughing and I had to walk off and compose (laughs) myself. So, you know, that's Mm -hmm. fine. But people thinking that they come, because I said that to him now, I did say that to him, I went, everyone else, there's like 200 people in this room, they've all paid money. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear, you know, if you don't, and I'm just like, and I said that to them, go or just hang on because I'm only on for 10 minutes. Yeah, but what's interesting is that she came back at you and the main main key of her Mm. argument was that you'd humiliated her. Yes. What I find interesting about that is what did they think they were trying to do in their initial interaction with you? Exactly. What were they trying to do other than try and belittle or humiliate Mm -hmm. or try and bring you down in some way? Mm -hmm. So their actions were all ready mm-hmm. of an of a you know pretty unpleasant age. But that's the thing, because I've turned around to people and I've said, Oh hello madam, and clearly it was a man mm-hmm. and he's told me to F off, but mm-hmm. at least you know where you stand. Yeah, no exactly. You know, it's okay. That's but fine. it's back to the double story. standards and the hypocrisy and Heidi, what's her show called? Where shall we go and see her? <laughs> I don't know. I think she's at Fingers Piano Bar. Oh is she? Which well. always makes me laugh. Fingers. Mm-hmm. I love Fingers <laughs> Piano Bar. It's been there forever and it really was the place at three o'clock in the morning you could go and know you could get a finger. Or two. <laughs> it's funny the way that this conversation about the arts has descended <laughs> into fingering. Now, oh, I don't know how it's. I also don't understand how this podcast has descended into every single time that I'm this harlot. This is yes. I'm. I don't know if I'm then, liking. I'm like. I don't know if I'm liking the. Um, but the, the perception that I, we're putting out about me. I'm a sweet a little 56-year-old vulnerable. Oh, that was funny as well. Sorry. I'm just going on. Um, Emmanuel Sanofi, who's a fantastic act, but we have this relationship where we're always rude to each other. Who? Emmanuel Sanofi. David Emmanuel? No, Emmanuel is his right, name. Okay. Emmanuel Sanofi is his name. But we have just have this relationship where we're always incredibly rude to each other. But I always say things under my breath to him and he responds really loudly. And he did it. Walk past me and just shut your whore mouth after I'd said something to him that nobody'd heard what I'd said. So it's just this very beautiful physically unit black man just going, shut your whore mouth. And everybody looked at him like he was about to attack me. And I just was like, I'm very vulnerable. <laughs> so yeah, I like getting people in trouble. So going back to what you were saying about a perception, it's not really a perception, it's a reality. <laughs> no, that's not about... You don't get thrushed by osmosis. You get thrushed by not washing your pants for four days. <clears throat> I had one shower in four days. 
must have been like being at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was sleeping in my clothes. I think it was just a build-up of bacteria. I think that's what's <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, sorry, homosexuals. Are you not enjoying this conversation? <laughs> Does yogurt to work? Caniston works. <laughs> now, yes, I remember Caniston and the can. Yeah, who would put yogurt on their? Come on, but people do strange things. Yeah, no, oh, good old dose of Caniston clears it up quick, smart. Right, okay. Are so, you normally quite attentive to that area? Do you worry about the pH balance and all that kind of stuff? I don't normally you... suffer from thrush. No, right, okay, so. It's been a while since I've had a bout, shall we say. Mm. I felt I was exposed to human thrush at the weekend with that complaining. Yes, well, it's similar, isn't it? But the thing is as well, and I think it's Mary Burke that has that fabulous line, that complaining about someone's comedy set is just an incredibly grandiose way of saying what you had to offer isn't to my taste. Yeah. And yeah. what I did say to her, I signed off with, <laughs> Heidi, I wish you well for the fringe and may I advise you never to go and see a mixed bill show again mm-hmm. with your very specific comedy criteria. That's a very good way to answer it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, you can't please all of the people all of the time. No. I've tried. <laughs> Have you tried? No. No. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I just, I, I don't think it, it, it works. No. But that's what, because that's, we're all different. We've all got different sense of humour. We've all got different sensibilities. Yes. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's kind of impossible. Have you had a complaint at a show? Um, I have, but I can't specifically think what. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'll have a think about it for the next thing. Mm. I'm sure I have. Oh, I'm sure you have. Yeah, no. I'd be surprised if you hadn't. People sometimes they think I swear too much. Do you think you swear too much? Yeah, Nathan always tells me I swear too much. Right. Okay. I there, there does all oh, I do. I remember doing a joke about Madeleine McCann. Oh, so that's topical. That's light. Um, and a woman came up and said that I shouldn't 
It's people that come up afterwards and say, you shouldn't joke about that. That really irritates me because I can and I will. I do remember um, talking about domestic violence in front of women's aid. Um, it, we had that in London. And oh, did we? Sorry. It, yeah, it kind of got the same response well, as nothing. I think the yeah. gig. Yeah. yeah. I think largely because it's distasteful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are just my musings, but no, I completely agree with you. No, but I think, generally speaking, everyone loves me, Bruce. I, I think it's a person's right, in which, or it's any comedian's right, in which to you just have to <laughs> suffer the consequences. Yeah. And what you have to remember is that if people have been badly behaved and they've been called out, obviously they'll try and put it onto you. But there are people that I think go to gigs to actively be annoyed. Do you think so? Yeah. See, I don't think they do. I, I do. And I think a lot of people, when, what was that hate crime bill that was brought out in Scotland? I didn't really read it because I've, I've no interest because I hate everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a bit like, you know, they're playing catch up with me. But I think a lot of people thought that they were going to be able to expose people or arrest people. Joe Lysett, your yes. friend, he's yeah, being yeah. investigated by the police over a joke. But I think a lot of that is attention seeking nonsense. From Joe, I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that is, at the end of the day, I think most people are just trying to draw the spotlight onto themselves and create a bit of a drama to make themselves relevant. Boring. Yeah, I just couldn't be bothered with that. No, I know. Um, oh. Really, yeah, it's it's just says a woman who Instagrammed her entire drama of losing her car key. Look at me. Do you know what I absolutely love that mm. that was meant to be one podcast and it has interwoven through everything, <laughs> everything we've, we've done, done today. today. I know. What I thought was lovely was Heather Loudon from Australia saying that she actually pished her frillies. Oh, now who listening. was that? Was that so? She's a nice Scottish girl that now lives in Australia. Oh, okay. She she has a younger bear boyfriend and a lovely big dog. Oh, how nice. I was chatting to Lynn Thompson, who's a big fan of both of us and had come see my 2019 solo show. She said she's absolutely addicted to our podcast and she listens to it in the gym and people keep going, what are you laughing at? She keeps telling them. Love, Lynn. She is one of the nicest. And I remember, I I shouldn't say this, but I will. So we were at the stand in Newcastle Mm -hmm. and there was someone on who shall remain nameless um, who particularly have a great time and the Thursday night was very difficult because I didn't understand who or what their partner was Mm -hmm. and this person kind of looked like orphan Annie is a cornflake that survived a house fire (laughs) Um, and it was just very difficult and I remember tweeting someone and the aforementioned person came in and went I saw your tweets by the way and I was like oh dear so then Bruce, we're going to have to get a muzzle for you. <laughs> so, Lynn. <laughs> and this is terrible. So, anyway, we're sitting having a drink. And I said, Oh, goodness, what weekend that's been, or so, you know, trying to make it nice. Lynn just turned around to this woman. <laughs> You're a disgrace to comedy, but you've got nice tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I said, mm, kind of puts feminism on the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, even the dogs were <laughs> just so disgusted at that. Yes, Lynn was my tent neighbour. So it was ah, really oh, so was Phil Nickel there? Phil Nickel Because they travel yes. in packs. Yes, and Martine was. Martine? Martine. McCutcheon? No. 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 
on the radio? I used to work for Karen and... Activia yogurt? Don't know. But, yeah. Do you remember when Lulu was constipated and was... <laughs> it was for Nylax and she was tipping leaves Sorry, out of Sorry, did I just bag. pass out and come back into a different conversation? <laughs> Do you not remember that? Do you know what my mum said? I, I know the platitudes has been and gone. My mum phoned me, she went, oh, see that, Lulu? I think she was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think, Mum? So we have to say allegedly. <laughs> but everyone said, my goodness, she was chatty. Was she? Oh, I. Maybe she did Elena Charlie. Well, see, you're trying to cover our backs, but nah, best to ruin it, eh? <laughs> You'd better get yourself a good lawyer. Do you know what I can't take to? Rebus. I don't like it. Oh, I've never like watched it, it so oh, I don't know whether awful. to take to or not. It's no Tiger. No, is it no. not? Is it trying to be Tiger? It's kind of like an Edinburgh Tiger, and I thought mm. I'd enjoy it because you see Edinburgh in it, but I can't take to Ken Stott. I mean, I'm sure he is weeping with regret at this revelation. No, but I don't think he'll be losing any think, sleep over no, your No, thoughts. I don't think he gives a hooping funt. No, no. and he'll never know because he'll not listen. He won't listen. And do you know what? Can I, can I just... I, can't, I like the man that reads, writes so much. Ian Rankin. Nice. Ian Rankin, he's a very nice man. Beat the high? Beef mm-hmm. high? Beef, yeah. Uh, t- see what I mean? I can never... It was the same with Chris Forbes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun, fun time for Bessie. Oh, fun time <laughs> for Bessie. Oh dear. I know. But that's your dyslexia, that darling. Is, yes, and I'm, I'm often very tired. Oh, yes, very tired and emotional. Do you know what my neighbour gave me? What? A bottle of Harvey Nichols Ready Mix Martini. That's very nice. Why have they done that? She just said, there you go. I said, thanks. She went, I know you like a martini. And I went, I do. And do you know what? I drank the whole thing. I don't know. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. Because she heard you weeping. Well, no, 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 no. Um, what I was going to say to, to people that I know that claim that they don't know where to find this podcast. Mm-hmm, you do. Do you know what I'm going to say is <laughs> you're a lying basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never asked you to listen. Listen of your own volition. But no. please don't phone and tell me how you've not listened because you can't find it. Because mm-hmm. I know you're lying. Or don't tell me that you've not listened and you're listening now. Do you know what? <laughs> Lose my number. Oh, it's too funny. Right, I'm away. I need a fan. Oh, well, Godspeed. Toodles. See you. Bye, bye, bye.